You are listening to The Exchange with Joy and Katie, a podcast that inspires people to pursue their passion with purpose and to make an impact. Advancing the kingdom everywhere. We love to chat with inspiring people to exchange ideas on how we can live radical, Jesus-centered lives on Monday through till Saturday, as well as Sundays. Hi, welcome to the Exchange podcast. This is an exchange of ideas with people who understand that their workplace is their mission field and their Monday to Saturday is their ministry. Join Katie here and we're talking with everyday ordinary people who apply their skills and passions to advance the kingdom everywhere. Yeah, brilliant. So Katie here and today we are um, very blessed with the wonderful Keith Lockwood, uh, who is going to be sharing uh, some some insight into his world of business. Um, and so Keith, we just want to say hi and welcome. Hello, thank you. Hello. And Keith, I'm going to ask you just a quick question just to start us off. Um, and it's really just to give us a snapshot of what your working life looks like. Uh, so my first question for you is tell us what you are doing typically um, at 11.30 on a Wednesday? Well, that's really interesting. Typically, I would be either um, writing documentation for um, a retail business process, or I would be speaking with retailers um, either via the medium of Zoom, but it seems that everybody else now knows what that is. I've been using <laughs> it for a number of years. Uh, or physically going around the world um, uh, and, and, and having face-to-face meetings with, with retailers um, and, uh, and trying to help them make their business processes more efficient. Um, but recently, um, this week, uh, all of those conversations have dried up, but I've been um, working on some developing some software to ensure that all of the processes that major retailers use day in and day out can be available to um, individual shopkeepers. So if you're running a corner shop, then you will have access to the same kind of processes and automation that the big retailers use. So trying to level the playing field. Wow, that's cool. Are you doing that in collaboration with anyone or is that something, uh, your own project? No, it's my own project because I don't have the, uh, because I don't have the busyness of speaking with with clients it's great this period of uh, downtime through may i've got that space and breadth to sit down and actually develop this um as a as an additional offering wow that's really cool so i know that often you're like jet setting all over the world and at the moment you've got your feet firmly planted in newark uh with probably loads of time to reflect and think and so we just wanted to dig in with you um, about uh, maybe what God's been speaking to you about, uh, what you've been thinking about or reflecting on um, as we've gone into the crisis of COVID-19 and everything's mm. changed. Uh, we'd love you to just share with us uh, what do you feel like you've lost or what's your sphere lost in this season? And how have you gone about acknowledging that and letting go uh, so that uh the things that you understand aren't necessary uh, for the next season. Now, it's really interesting you said the things that aren't necessary because 
the, the question can be answered in two different ways. Uh, what, what has been lost is, well, I've had to um, make that difficult decision of putting a member of staff onto furlough because mm. there's frankly nothing for them to do. Um, but I don't want to uh, to lose the, the, the valuable contribution that they have. But it's not an easy uh, decision to make. So losing... Um, there's the potential of losing trust if that those conversations are not done and, and handled sensitively and um, properly and, and with God in the in the lead of that conversation. However, the other the, the flip side of loss is getting rid of the stuff that you do because it's the stuff that you do. So the, the whole busyness of of life and the whole rushing headlong into it's another week so I must do this I must do that I must do the other and actually it's, it, it's an incredible period of stepping back and going what's my business all about what is it that actually is making a difference yeah. and, and and reflecting and reviewing on on all of that stuff actually is is incredibly um, empowering to be able to identify, uh, there's probably, um, I don't know, 20 or so email trails and, and, and sort of repeat emails and stuff that I get through that I've got rid of because it's like, well, it's just filling up with stuff rather yeah. than rather than being able to offer something which is something that people need and being able to, to deliver on those needs rather than deliver on wants. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. So loads of reflection time. Um, and we're also mm. thinking about uh, how we hold on or uh, reclaim. Katie, do you want to chat through uh, that question about reclamation? Yeah. I think I think what you're saying, Keith, it kind of leads on really perfectly to, to the area of kind of reclaiming because it's almost like, you know, you've had that time to sort of reflect and think about what is necessary, what isn't, what is just noise almost. Um, but our next question for you were, um, what are the three things that you've realised are important? Um, you know, three things that you've really thought, I really don't want to lose this. So as you're, you're kind of um, seeking out what isn't important, what are those three things that you sort of thought, yeah, this is this is um, super important moving forward. Well, moving forward, um, time management absolutely is number one on uh, things to, to, to carry forward. And that is uh, a real business phrase. But what it means is that uh, not filling my calendar more than 80% full uh, each day or each week and uh, that includes setting setting aside time for prayer and for God. Uh, and I know that we have all heard the sermons and we've all spoken about it. That isn't setting time aside for prayer and for, for study and for, for just being in God's presence. Yeah. Um, isn't that so, so uh, important? And the reality is I've been so stupidly busy. It's like, well, yeah, I'll get around to doing that. But actually, actually coming back to it's coming back to God and it's coming mm. back to time and starting with God, starting with time with him and then moving on from that and then the remainder of the time not being, not filling the diary. So important to have that 80% maximum 
is Genesis. God yeah, works these days, rest on the seventh. It's 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 that um, having that space. So if somebody comes into my office and wants a quick chat, it's fine. There's time yeah. to, to have that quick chat. So I think there's that, I, that encompasses a lot of things. You say three things, but out of that one thing comes everything else because there's right. then perspective of my business starts with God and my time starts with spending time with God and then out of that building in that buffer building in that uh like mini sabbath each day I love mm. that and are you are you actually going to kind of physically book that time out in your diary as your kind of reflection yeah. time is that is that the plan yeah yeah absolutely um my my calendar up until this week was very much a I have time set aside on a Monday to reflect on the week coming forward and time set aside on the Friday afternoon to reflect on the week that's just gone. And it's like, that's just limiting. So it's changing. And it's going wow. to be the daily start of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's really powerful. And it's almost kind of bringing that, that reflection, like you've had this period where it's slowed down, but really making sure that you're carrying that forward into your into your kind of everyday life going forwards, which is, um, mm. yeah, it's gold. I've got a, qu- a question about, um, as you've been practising that, what, um, have you, do you feel like anything's changed or um, God's been speaking? Like, how has it impacted your work? I think at the moment, and I'm going to be completely candid about this, is I've changed in as much as I set aside the time, uh, literally yeah. from this week. Um, so watch this space but it's already feeling like uh, god's going hello yeah um which is which is quite quite something i love that because so many people um would kind of see their work as something separate and not something to kind of invite god into and everything we're about at glx is uh the integration of work and prayer and uh allowing yeah. God to speak and recognizing that we're his partners. And, um, and so mm. you actually physically making space for God there is really brilliant. It's great. We'd love to hear about how that goes. Um, as you go <laughs> oh, down the line. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well uh, everyone's talking about what this is going to look like in the future and uh, what um, as different measures are brought in, it feels like things change every week, doesn't it? But um, we're thinking about the reset. So when, mm. Uh, we're kind of in this like sealer moment of a bit of a pause and uh, then we're uh, expecting and anticipating a bit of a reset and uh, we're just wondering for your business and for you um, what are the tools and kind of character assets that you think you or even your whole sphere needs to be able to reset and how are you going to dig into those assets? Do you know, I, I think it's uh, it can be summed up in one word, and that's relationship. Mm. Um, it, it, it's, it's really interesting because it's starting with that relationship with God. Let's get back to basics. That's what it's all about. Is, yeah. is um, we've, we've been blessed with this period of time of, of rest. It's enforced rest, but it, it is mm. rest nonetheless. And, and, and it's been so fascinating just going and sitting and going, this is brilliant. This this space is fantastic. 
it's it's more fulfilling certainly for me and through the business and for the family than than, than rushing to a sit in the sun for a couple of weeks on on a beach somewhere in uh, in <laughs> southern europe um yeah. but i i think for, out of that um and rebuilding is it really the basics of whatever your business are um, are already there. So the basis of my business is with regards to helping retailers, whatever size, um, making sure that they are run efficiently and that they can survive through whatever life throws at them, um, this period including. Um, but it's once you set aside that core basis, then the way forward is absolutely relationship and it's absolutely mm. building that partnership uh, starting with god then with your um, work colleagues and then with your clients it's really interesting i was on a um a zoom meeting with uh there was um, a guy called nick Baton who runs asos on there uh, another guy who was one of the directors of a company called as watson who's the company that owns Superdrug and Savers, mm. uh, and a couple of other guys in in retail world. It was only a very short call, but everybody was saying the number one is relationship and looking after whoever your customer is. So as I say, that could be your employees, that could be your um, fellow directors, that could be your clients, whoever it is, whoever your suppliers are, it's back to relationship. Build yeah. that relationship, build that partnership. And then once you've got that, trust is built. And then there's the identification of requirement rather than need, or, or sorry, need rather than want. Because sure. modern, modern, my area of expertise, modern retail has been going faster and faster and faster and faster and generating a whole lot of hurry and rush, but actually very little gain. Um, it also coincidentally, um, Matt, coincidentally, I think God's got something to hand with this because I'm also reading a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. <laughs> Great book, that is, Mark yeah. Homer. yeah. How astonishing is that? So, yeah, so yeah I, I, think, uh, I think very much is moving forward it's got to be about relationship. It's got to yeah. be about treating people with respect and with honour. And when you start so, doing that, then yeah. business uh, business builds. And could you talk us through um, when you're working with like big global companies? Um, mm. How what are the kind of practices that you employ to develop relationship? How how does that work? What can we learn from you? I, you know, I think it's it's the same as any situation, whether you're welcoming somebody uh, into church or serving coffee or uh, working on an AV sound desk. It's exactly the same. It's, you are there because either you've been invited or you've got something to give, and so people will want to listen to what you're talking about or yeah. saying or just relieved that you are there and you are somebody to, 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 to talk to. And knowing that, and knowing that God is on your side and God's in you and you have the level of requirement that is needed for whatever it is that you're doing, 
you just go, hi. And it starts from that. It starts from mm. hello. Um, yeah. And it's then listening is also incredibly key. I heard somebody say that God gave you one mouth and two ears for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So it's being in the moment of really listening to, to what the other party is saying and then repeating it back to them or saying, yeah, I get it, and answering specifically the question or the comment rather than starting on the sales pitch or going down, aren't I clever and this is what I, what I know. Sure. But yeah. It's all to do with proper conversation. Yeah. And and do you think Keith, you know, based on kind of the new way that we are all communicating and um and and having to relate with one another at the moment, there's there's this sense that it is likely to continue into into the the kind of future in terms of um you know our Zoom meetings or our team meetings. Do you think that's going to affect the way that we relate with one another? Do you think that's more about perhaps learning new ways of of relating and communicating, or, or what are your thoughts on that? I think the technology that we have and the infrastructure that we now have and everybody is now accessing is phenomenally empowering and quite leveling. Because I, I really hope that the ability to, to touch base and to catch up in these ways of video conferencing, whether it's Zoom, whether it's FaceTime, whether it's WhatsApp or Messenger, um, and whether you're speaking with your family or whether you're speaking to the church as we do on a Sunday or earlier this, this evening in the prayer meeting, it's so fantastically empowering. And I think God is really using, uh, facilitating the use of this technology and making it his own. Um, mm. And I, I really hope and I pray that the, con- the continuity of the diverse ways that we're, that we're finding of getting God's message across or meeting as the body of Christ do continue because it means that church is truly the people and not the not a place or a building or a yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a school hall to go to they mm. obviously have their place and they're incredibly important but it's um they just they then just become another tool to use to facilitate the building of the body of christ yeah it's really interesting because I, I don't know about you but i've um i mean for myself, I, I um, work for, for quite a large organisation, so I am often kind of throughout my days, I'm on Teams meetings um, mm. and effectively just having conversations with people probably more often than I have done really face to face, but behind mm. a screen. And um, I found that my levels and depth of relationships with people has has actually become much deeper than it have ever has been before and I don't know whether it's because perhaps we're 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 suddenly all in our environments where we feel more comfortable um you know I I don't know about you but I often I kind of go to work I put on my makeup and I am Katie at work Uh, but Mm -hmm. when I'm at home I'm just I'm just me there's no real mask or anything and I wonder whether we're just more more likely to relate with each other easier and um, mm. uh, more more likely to be open to tell each other what's going on in our lives because our families are there around us, surrounding us. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I personally feel that I've had a deeper opportunity to relate with people, even about my faith. I've had opportunities mm. to talk about my faith with people and um, more than I ever have done. I don't know. Have, have you found yeah. that for yourself, Keith? Oh, I, absolutely. Um, I, I, and it, it, it's, I think it's a, this technology is a great leveler. Um, I, I mm. think the only thing that I don't find um, the same as you is that I tend not to wear lipstick to the office. Um, <laughs> Why not, but, Nick, if it's just... But, um, <laughs> beyond that, uh, I, I really do think that it is... Because everybody's quite vulnerable. Yeah. You're looking into their private lives. You're looking into their mm. living rooms or their dining rooms totally. or their home office. And it, it, it's an incredible leveler of we're just people trying to do mm. the best that we can to to help and support other people. That's the bottom line. We happen to get some money for it. Yeah, but it's actually, so it, 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 you're not going to the sixth floor, which is the executive suites, and going into a yeah. a boardroom or uh, a corner office because that's a hierarchical um, structure that's been put in place because that's how hierarchies work in business. It's very much a case of nice uh, magnolia wall you've got there. That's so um, true. So, so it, 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 it both makes people more vulnerable but also more empowered. Yeah. Because love, it, um, it, it does... Sorry. No, it just strips away all of the, the frippery. Yeah. And the pretend. And actually, all of that's just really kingdom, isn't it? It's like um, yeah. the kingdom is built on relationships. Jesus is a yeah. relational, like, tri uh, triune God. Everyone's relating to each other. The church is relational. And actually, it should spill out into the world. And, um, and often, people in business, like, they're getting this key. And they're talking about relationships. But... Um, mm. The church needs to be leading in the how do we build relationships, and so uh, I think it's great uh, that that's the practice that you're uh, seeing for your sphere for mm. reset. It's really good, yeah. And th thinking about then the kingdom and really like why you do what you do, we want to just ask the um, reformation question, which we feel is uh, really important in terms of uh, the future. If society has been chopped up. And everything's fragmenting in the way that uh, we've never known it to before. Um, if we're going to rebuild, what does reforming or reformation look like in your sphere? What does it look like for the kingdom to fully advance in your work? I'd be really interested to hear what you're saying in quite a consumerism driven sector. Um, yeah, like, oh, it's about all about it. consumerism. No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and the sectors I'm in, it's. Um, I'm a bit of a retail nerd, and it's really fascinating to see the change uh, over the last um, 100 years of what shopping and, and, and buying stuff is all about. So I've got on my bookshelf here in the office, I've got the, the practical grocer from 1919, then uh, the modern grocer from the early 50s, and they were very much all about supplying the needs of people so um, we're all about service we're all about um, supplying the basic needs foodstuffs drinks um, clothing 
um, cleaning stuff, how best you make sure that your customer is really happy with what you've provided uh, and serviced their need. And nowadays, it is very much a case of, um, we'll use ASOS again as a as an example, of mm. re- re- renewing uh, designs and colorways and cuts of clothing every six weeks. It's called newness. And it's that mad hamster wheel of wanting your shopper to come back for something more, for buying more, mm. for buying more. Because it's feed me, give me stuff, give me whatever it is you've got, I want. And and it's mm. building up, uh, absolutely, it's like a gluttony of stuff, which is, uh, it, it's unhealthy, and it's been unhealthy for, for, for a while. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, my prayer is that uh, people will step back and say, actually, this is not healthy. Actually, mm-hmm. this is not good. And it's really interesting to see um, the design houses in Italy uh, are reviewing. They have four seasons a year. Dolce & Gabbana are seriously looking at dropping that down to two seasons a year. Actually wow. slowing down the the, the, the the turn and slowing down the... Um, the, the the drive for stuff uh, and going mm. back to let us provide something that people want to wear, need to wear, but have the quality such that we're servicing our our the, 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 our customers such that they want to come back to us because they're buying service as well as quality rather yep. than just forcing stuff out all the time. Wow. So uh, I, I, I really hope and pray, as I say, that, that that will happen, but happen in such a way that the people like Zara and ASOS um, are able to transition their businesses as well and, yeah. and, 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 and work back and, and support their factors and support their supply chain, support the people who are um, making the fabric, making the buttons, making the zips, making the clothing, uh, transporting the clothing, such that there is a much greater sustainability in the whole process. Wow, yeah. So what's your voice look like in that? Um, how how do you feel like you're joining God in some of that Reformation stuff? Well, I, everybody that I, I work with at some point, and, and it's usually earlier rather than later in the conversation and building of the relationship, knows that I'm Christian and my values are of God and I will um, I will draw a line and yeah. I will lose business rather than uh, bend to um, some practices. And it's, sometimes it's, it's quite amusing having somebody shouting at you because it's like, and then saying, well, that's the law. If you don't want it, I'm happy to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um but being God's representative in the area of of, of retail and commerce is it, it can be very very hard. It can be very tough. Mm-hmm. But being able to stand there and say, "I think you're wrong," and these are the reasons why I think you're wrong, 
and being able to prove that doing it another way is something that will ensure their business is sustainable is is something that I'm quite passionate about. Yeah. Brilliant. We'll have to hear more about that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's great. And I think there's um there's a real role we need kingdom thinkers um and reformers in every sphere. But when you know about supply chain and um some of the kind of injustice that happens and then also i guess as you read in the um ruthless elimination of hurry some of the stuff that it does to our soul as kind of consumers um mm. you've got a really strategic voice uh, there i think keith i think it's brilliant mm. it's really good great well we're really grateful that you've given up some of your evening to talk to us and um uh we just want to say thanks katie have you got any final reflections anything uh, that you want to jump in on no, I think I think that's that's been really good, Keith. There's been some great stuff to pull out. I love what you were saying about bringing a, a, an element of Sabbath into every day. I think that is just powerful, you know, um, yeah. inviting God into just reflection on a daily basis. I think if if we could all grasp that concept, yeah. then gosh, how much would our daily lives be changed? It's something that we're all aiming towards, isn't it? Um, but I thought I thought that was brilliant. It's very much a journey. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's been really useful. So thank you so much, Keith. Yeah, thank thanks, Keith. Great. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, this is the Exchange Podcast with Joy and Katie, and we'll uh, catch you again next time. Mm-hmm.